BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cash back. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank member FDIC. Well, she's got a lot of things on her mind to talk about now. She's taking care of her voice, so you know that she's not going to shout now. No Fun, the Jen Kirkman podcast, episode 18, season 10. So it's really like episode 500-ish or something. Thanks for tuning in, I was going to say. Thanks for tuning in on your old-timey radio. It is 6 in the morning as I record this, and I love it. This is a great time for me to do the podcast. I had... So often I will say, I just have to go to bed right now. I, I can't do another thing. I'm just going to get up at 5.30 in the morning. And I never do, but I actually did last night. I just put myself to bed at the first sign of tired. And I was like, we're done here. We're done here. And I got my eight hours of sleep. I did get up at 5.30. I wasn't ready to start speaking yet. I know you're not like, well, why don't you start talking right away? And no, Who cares? All right. This week, I have a lot to talk about. You will see the description of the show in the show notes. I'll be telling um, probably a boring story of how my birthday went. There's really no story there. I'll be talking about Dan Price, that horrifying CEO that paid fair wages. That wasn't the horrifying part, but it was, guess what? He abused women. Oh my God. Again, just give me the list of men in power that don't. It'll be easier. And I'll be talking a little bit about ADHD. I'll be talking about, did I get COVID and fight it off? And giving some advice to my Patreon listeners. That's right. You only get the first 10 minutes of this podcast. All podcasts of No Fun are Patreon only. There is a new podcast every Thursday. If you pay $5 a month, you get a new podcast episode every Thursday on my Patreon. 
you will only get a 10-minute clip here. If you join at the $3 level a month, you will get a new podcast episode every other Thursday. So there you go. That is how this show pays me and stays on the, I keep saying the air like I'm on the radio. So I would encourage you to join. And I know a lot of you will sit there and go, nah, nah, it's fine. I'm just saying. A lot of those rapey rapesters in comedy have a ton of Patreon fans. Their fans sign up after their rape allegations. Because people are fucked. Well, the good people, they don't get more Patreon subscribers because their fans are like, oh, it's fine. I love her. I'm your biggest fan. You're not my biggest fan if you're not on the Patreon. Okay. And then you go, I can't afford it. I go, why do I have the only fans that don't have three bucks a month? What is, is everyone okay out there? Everyone else I know, it's like their fans are like, take my money. Here's $4 million a month. And people are like, well, I don't need that much. And they're like, just take it. And then I'm like, I have a Patreon. And people are like, you fucking capitalist pig. All right. Jonah Hill says he will no longer be promoting his own films because he wants to protect his mental health. He wrote this in a statement and put it out there to the world. And I love this. Now, first of all, I haven't seen Jonah Hill in a while. I mean, I don't know him personally. Although I actually did meet him once during the filming of the movie Funny People. And he was so kind. John Apatow, on the other hand, a little rude. And I can tell you that story on the other side of this on Patreon. I actually thought John Apatow was very disrespectful to female comedians. Um, anyway, Jonah Hill. I have, So I'm, when I say I haven't seen him in a while, I, I don't know him at all. But I... There's a picture of him and he's got like bleached white blonde hair, a, a white jacket open, gold jewelry. I mean, uh, this must be a character. It's got to be a character. Okay. Anyway, you're probably like, yeah, Jen, it's a major film he's in. You're, you're an idiot. It would be like if I was describing, I don't know, someone that dresses up like Batman. I'm like, I don't know. Toby McGuire is looking really strange. He's got this like red jumpsuit on that's like a big spider on the front. Why is he dressed like that? Okay, anyway. So Jonah Hill, by the way, I'm not making fun of this. I think this is fantastic and I'll tell you why. So Jonah Hill has announced he will no longer take part in promoting his films due to his mental health issues being exacerbated by media appearances and public facing events. Now, I have to say, while I support him saying this, and I think it's really important to talk about uh, the ways in which we take care of our mental health, I think it would be fine if he said, I'm not promoting my own films anymore because it's a waste of time and it can cause complete burnout in someone. But also, besides that, let's say there's no negative mental health or physical or emotional consequences. It's such a waste of time, but I'll, I'll get into that in a second. So, Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. The 38-year-old actor revealed his plan in an open letter published by Deadline ahead of his new documentary about his relationship with therapist Phil Stutz, 
who Hill began seeing in 2017 at the recommendation of fellow actor Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but that, I don't know. Do you want Joaquin Phoenix's therapist? I haven't, again, seen him out and about in a while, but there was a moment there where if he recommended his therapist to you, you'd be like, I don't know if it's working. I, I think I'll, I'll ask someone else. I'll, I don't know. We'll see who Clooney's therapist is. Or maybe you want Joaquin Phoenix's therapist because he's kind of out there and maybe who knows, who knows, oh, I just dropped something. Who knows? Well, you get what I'm saying. You get the joke. Joke's over. Okay. Um, Jonah Hill says, through this journey of self-discovery within the film, I have come to the understanding that I have spent nearly 20 years experiencing anxiety attacks, which are exacerbated by media appearances and public facing events. He said the whole purpose of making this film was to give therapy and the tools I've learned in therapy to a wide audience for private use through an entertaining film. He said that while he was looking forward to everyone seeing the movie, he said, you won't see me out there promoting this film or any of my upcoming films while I take this important step to protect myself. If I made myself sicker by going out there and promoting it, I wouldn't be acting true to myself or to the film. I usually cringe at letters or statements like this, but I understand that I am of the privileged few who can afford to take time off. I won't lose my job while working on my anxiety. With this letter and with the film Stutz, I'm hoping to make it more normal for people to talk and act on this stuff so they can take steps towards feeling better and so that the people in their lives might understand their issues more clearly. <laughs> this stuff. <laughs> it's like Devil Wears Prada. This stuff? Oh. I mean, I, maybe he shouldn't have called it this stuff. You can always be a little more specific. Um, okay, great. Well, I think this is great because, listen, I'm not even in movies. I mean, I had a small part in a Reese Witherspoon film, but I'm not a movie star like going on press junkets. And the amount of press that these actors have to do for an upcoming movie is absurd. And a lot of times something may not turn out the exact way you wanted. You may not be particularly proud of your performance in it or of the film. And now they have to go out there and act like it's the greatest thing in the world. I'm not even talking about that part where you might have to be telling some white lies. Forget that. Let's say you're super into it. You just, you have to go around the world and have your picture taken, have a new outfit every time, hours and hours of hair and makeup. You're getting up at crazy hours, 4 a.m., 5 a.m., you know, if you're, I don't know, whatever, if you have to keep your weight a certain way or just your look a certain way, you're just constantly being looked at and photographed and filmed. You make a well, that's what an actor does. But that's not, I don't think any actor signed up for quite the level of promotion that a movie takes. Even if you say, okay, well, you did sign up for, in a weird way, beyond the movie, you know you're going to be photographed maybe in a magazine spread. You know you're going to be interviewed. Well, yes, but movie promotion is this just this whirlwind, like this month-long whirlwind that happens after a movie you filmed, you know, maybe a year before, you know, finished filming a year before has come out. And it takes you away from your family, your kids. I mean, it's if you really think about it, if someone just said to you, oh, do you know that project you worked on two years ago with Marcy in accounting? Um, well, the project's done and we're going to announce it to the company. You have to now just go around the world for a month. I know you might be like, that sounds fabulous, but you're not seeing anything. And you're talking 
answering the same questions over and over. I swear to God, if you didn't have mental health issues before, you're going to develop them on that. What was it like working with Susie Doozy? Oh, it's great. She's my best friend. You know, you just go, oh my God, this is maddening. You know, I can't believe more people don't go, who the fuck cares? The earth is on fire. Who cares if I got along with Susie Doozy? You think I'm going to tell you the fucking truth anyway? So I applaud Jonah Hill doing whatever he needs to do for his mental health to not exacerbate his anxiety. And also, I hope this ushers in a new era of not all this promoting because we got it. Even for the audience, it's like, oh, Julia Roberts must be in a new movie because she's on every late night show this week. Howard Stern, this and that. It's like, it's even boring for us. We we just saw you yesterday. Oh, now you're on this thing. Oh, the Today Show. Okay, great. I can't escape you. People will see this movie more because, you know, he writes this open letter to Deadline Hollywood and then all these news channels pick it up and people talk about it. I wouldn't have known about the movie unless he did this. Well, I guess that, Jen, you're an idiot. And then, you know, maybe he'll go on Howard Stern. I don't know if he includes that and too much promotion, but you go on one major thing and then every single press media outlet picks it up and it disseminates everywhere anyway. So I find this, it's like one of those things that I think him doing this will open up something in the way that the lockdown part of the pandemic made some people realize, oh, I don't need to go to work to do my specific office job. Oh, wait, we can have these meetings over Zoom or we can, you know, I don't actually have to go and do this. Oh my God, why have we been doing this? So, you know, cut to an entire industry of people that work on press junkets being out of work. And then somehow uh, people yell at me about it. All right. I will continue talking about everything I mentioned I would talk about on the Patreon. Come on down to join. Just click that link in the show notes.